It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring, the Odd Drunk Podcast. We were just tripping. Always tripping. <laughs> Ignite the fire. <laughs> what you have here Not sponsored. is smooth whiskey with a fiery kick of red hot cinnamon. It tastes like heaven, burns like hell. What happens next is up to you. I've always thought that's weird. <laughs> what happens next? No, no, it's just the, the way they phrase like this heaven, entire burns like hell. The way they phrase this entire thing on the back of this. Yeah, I've never um, bothered to read it. it. It's just the what you have here is like that. That just strikes me as weird. Like it, it should say. Something well, it's like, supposed to be in a Kentucky accent. Oh, I would try doing a Kentucky. I'm accent. not going to try to do one. But, um, I'm in I'm, no mood to. Im- I immediately embarrassed myself. Yeah, I'm going to refrain uh, <laughs> from, from that uh, because I am sober still. And, yeah, we are sober because... And don't know any... Uh, this yeah. this may be called... Welcome back to everybody. Yeah. This may be called the Odd Drunk Podcast, but beyond popular belief, we're the most wholesome podcast this side of the continental divide. Yeah. Which side are we on? I don't know. I'm not sure. We're very close to it. Maybe, yeah. or maybe not. So I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure which side technically we're on. I think we're on the that the other side of it, Colton. I'm. We yeah. will not. We shall not give out any more information. Thank you, uh, very much. But yeah, we are here to talk about wholesome people, things, ideas. It's a wholesome episode again. Yeah. After. This is, uh, been a long time since it's been a hundred episodes actually since wow. we did has wholesome been, people has it been exactly a hundred episodes well okay it's been close anyone that. that's uh looking at our feed on spotify or whatever it's gonna be confusing because 90 episode 95 97 are re-uploads we had to re-upload those yeah oh yeah we gotta update so our this website. is episode 103 this this episode we're recording. I forgot right? to edit our website. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Got to fix that. So this this will be episode. Your title. Of... This is the description. <laughs> what? I'm reading uh, the template thing. Your title. This is the description area. You. Uh, what? The. Well, it's oh, gone now. Oh, this thing at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, the thing I forgot to. <laughs> well, because they changed. Podbean changed their shit like halfway through our podcast. Yeah, and honestly, and uh, we never updated it. No one goes. Last to our time website, we updated our you... whole thing was like years, after, like a long time ago. after season one. Yeah, maybe I'll get to that. But anyways, yeah. So it might be a little confusing because uh, episode ninety five and ninety seven, <laughs> we had to re-upload those and give them a listen. Uh, 95 is the, I believe is the twilight new moon commentary. So that's a fun time. And then 97. Holy shit. This is exactly 100 episodes. And after the so episode three, wholesome people. wholesome people came out wow. June 25th and the year of our Lord, <laughs> 2020. 
Yeah, Anno Domini. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, when, whenever, whenever, uh, when I was a kid, I was like, BC, that makes sense, before Christ. And then I was like, AD, what, is, what the fuck does that mean? After. <laughs> and I was like, I, I didn't realize it was Latin. No, it is Latin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, my mom <laughs> always told me, or I always thought it was after the death, but that doesn't make Yeah, that's sense. what I thought when I was like a little, when I was a kid. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. And then it became a history major and I knew better. And then <laughs> yeah. and history people don't even use AD, we use CE. CE, yeah, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Common era. Common era. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. What age are we in? Because we're woke. What age would we be in by now? Modern. Like Tolkien. Oh, in the Tolkien? Uh, because according... Well, because we've been talking about Lord of Rings before yeah, we recorded very, this. A very late <laughs> age. I don't know. Yeah. How how long before... Well, I think he times... said we would be like in the 6th or the 7th. Yeah. But... uh. He was just translating that shit. He, yeah, it was, it was just translation. Not, not, it, it would have happened not so long ago for paper to like survive because he well found, he found the Red Book of Westmarch <laughs> and was translating it. Right? We're definitely gonna do a <laughs> Lord of the Rings or you know like Silmarillion episode at some point. Not today. This is not about that. But I will say. From what I believe is at, at the end of the third age, ushers in the age of man, and then it kind of slowly became prehistory that we know of. Like maybe there was a big cataclysmic event that, you know, changed in geography, you yeah. know, and because it's a whole thing, but let's not get into it. Yeah. I, I saw, although that'd be fun to talk about. I saw something that was like, um, you know, uh, Middle Earth, so the Shire is kind of geographically supposed to, and like culturally supposed to be like countryside England. Yeah. Right? So that they were saying like, if you're talking like latitude and distances and stuff like that, if the Shire is England, um, then like Gondor would be like Italy. That makes sense. Like just about that. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Or I saw, I, I did see one map for size comparison of middle earth put over the united states for americans because they're very bad at geography oh yeah even geography within the united states they're bad at but um <laughs> it's the only hope for most americans to understand and does middle sense, earth fit in the united scale. states or is it uh, bigger a lot of it does because the united states is massive yeah um but the, well, the, the, are the you counting the continental intercontinental or uh uh this was just Alaska. the conum okay, okay. united states uh uh, and some in Canada and stuff. Uh, oh, okay. And it was like the the way they put the map was like Florida was where Mordor was, <laughs> which I thought was very appropriate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we are not here to talk about Lord of Rings or anything like that. Even though it's been on my mind, I've been listening to the audiobook with uh, Andy Circus, yeah. which is great. Great, great. Show. Watching Rings of Power. We love. So we it love is Andy definitely. Circus. Is he a sir? He's from New Zealand. They don't get no, that. No, he's British. He's Oh, yeah, he is British. He's, he's British, yeah. He is British, but I don't think he's a sir. Andy Circus. We're delaying stuff right now. Uh, he seems like a quite wholesome person, by the way. No, I don't think he is. Yeah, I think you're right. No, he's... He should be. I always thought he was from New Zealand. I guess because... King Charles, get on it. I always associated with him with a... Uh, um yeah with like 
Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings and, and New half Zealand. the people there are in that <laughs> yes. movie. Yes. Like, uh, the guy from Flight of the Conchords is in yeah. uh, Fellowship, Brett. or is in um, Return of the King. He's in a few of them. <laughs> yeah. He gets a bigger speaking role in The Hobbit. Anyways, is he not- in The Hobbit, too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't He's like, realize. my lord. Oh, yeah. My no, lord in, in Return of the King, he, the, he's, the, he's the guy that runs up to uh, Arwen and was like... Yeah, he pretty much does like, the same thing. Lady Arwen. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I saw an interview with him. His family is also like his dad and his brothers and stuff are also elves. Oh, like, like his half whole, the population his family Because he, he's like from one of the towns that they filmed nearby. And there's a really kind of fucked up thing that happened. Well, for one, Rings of Power wasn't filmed in New Zealand. It was yeah. filmed in Scotland. But And I don't understand it fully. But essentially what happened, um, the extras in New Zealand uh, felt they unionized. And they felt they weren't being compensated enough. As they enough. should. And, yeah, exactly. anyone but who unionizes. what happened, yeah. um, they made it so they made a deal. And it was a really backhanded deal. Where each um, extra would be treated as their own independent um, act, like agent. That would so make then they can't large... unionize. Oh fuck! Then they're all their own, like representative, which sounds good on the surface, but they they're they can't like be as a group. That also makes it sound like um, it'd be a nightmare to organize that shit for large scale battles and stuff like scenes that need extra oh yeah like we we did a tri- lord of the rings trivia night it's uh, just a lord of the rings episode yeah, we'll, we'll, where we'll, we ramble on we'll get to it um, and by the way ramble on led zeppelin uh, that's about Gollum and everything yeah uh, <laughs> but uh uh we we did a lord of the rings trivia night recently in our town and we and one of the questions that surprised us was how many extras were at the battle of pelinor fields and it yeah was, it was insane it was like twenty thousand. yeah Literally. Yeah, we could have won that night, but we got one question wrong. I know. Well, I shall never... Because there was some stiff competition, and one question put us out of the I shall never speak of that night again. Yeah. The night of unnumbered tears. Yeah. We we were so confident, too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to title this, because we kind of got a lot of different wholesome things to talk about yeah it's and wholesome people because the last one yeah we talked about mostly bob ross and maybe Mr. we'll Rogers. title it uh wholesome people part two um more wholesomeness all right um the wholesome boogaloo mm. that was bad i was stretching i was reaching for Hol- on that one <laughs> wholesome to Electric Boogaloo. Keep it simple. Okay, yeah. No, I don't know. That, that <laughs> I, I think that joke should only be used sparingly. Yeah. As in once. Yeah, and we have used it. I don't. We know. have used I don't, it. We, I think we used it for Dad Rock. Yeah, Dad Rock to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is another sequel to an early episode. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are, uh, treading on old ground again. Hey, you know that's that's why you that's why you guys love us. Just to get in the the spirit. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, chug down this. Well, not the whole thing at once. That'd be a little crazy. But uh, yeah. fireball. Yeah, we got some fireball Ooh. shooters here. Ooh. Ah, it's, it's not Tennessee fire. It's so sugary. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, the main difference I noticed between Tennessee uh, fire, Jack Daniels, and just fireball. Fireball is a lot more. It's, 
Yeah, sugary, it's, it's syrupy, sweet, sweet. Like it's Tennessee not, Fire still tastes like a whiskey. It, this is still not quite like it doesn't taste like a liqueur. You know, it's close, but it it's, is. It's it very is close. So sweet. It doesn't taste like like a whiskey. Like no, yeah. that's why I like Tennessee Fire a little more because it tastes like a whiskey. Then the flavor was added. Yeah, yeah, I I do like Tennessee. You know what Fire. I mean? Which it's the only Jack Daniels I'll drink. I don't like Jack Daniels. Um, and the other one I'll drink, uh, every once in a while when I make hot toddies, I get their honey one. Oh yeah. But, I use it for hot but it's not much more expensive to buy. We have a local, um, honey, like fresh honey place. Honeyville? Honeyville. They make. A, oh yeah. I gotta a, try. They make a honey whiskey. And it whiskey, is, yeah. it's good. And it's not that much more expensive than Tennessee. I honey. gotta try that. Um, Maybe for the podcast. But you're right about the Tennessee fire. It's uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's stop padding for time. So how do you want to start this one out? I'm going to start it by also saying that we're drinking some beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing what special are we drinking tonight, the, it seems. Uh, we're, I'm drinking Longboard Island Lager from <laughs> Kona Brewing. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I do have one thing of note I would like to say is uh, semi-special. Um, and yeah, we're just drinking uh, what we have left over. Yeah. Uh, their respective <laughs> abodes. I bought these the, earlier this week. But I do have a fun fact about this beer here. Mm. New Belgium Fat Tire. It's a good, it's a good solid. It's good solid amber ale. Yeah. Um, can't go wrong. But it's uh, I mean nothing like special about it. It's just very standard. Yeah. But it's a little special to me because it is the first beer I have ever purchased legally by myself mm. at a supermarket. On my birthday, on my birthday, I woke up, went to our local market, got fat tire, specifically fat tire. I was into it at the time. I do not, but I specifically I don't remember the first legal. Uh, I remember the first legal drink. It all I bleeds had. together. <laughs> I remember the first legal drink I had, but I did not buy it. It was I was working the night I turned twenty one. Oh, and when I, uh, I think I remember that. Yeah, and. Um, I, I was, remember the aftermath of it. <laughs> no, least. no, no. I, I didn't see you that night. Um, I saw you. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No. I swear I did. Because I turned 21 and I was working at... Oh, I was, no. I saw you the you like following the, weekend. You saw me the next day. The next day. Yeah, that's so, what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I was working. I was washing dishes, closing at the restaurant. Okay. I was working at, and um, the bartender came back and just gave me a mystery glass full of liquid and he's like this is called a blackout happy birthday Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh and then i went to strider's house and we drank rum and cokes and talked about bluegrass and uh, but and then it was the next night i then the next I night guess, i saw you. i guest hosted an open mic yeah um and got drunk on white russians yeah that, that pretty much sums it yeah. up <laughs> did we say we were wholesome if anything i think we should take a quick <laughs> I'm glad we don't have video. Oh my god! Colton just winked at me. I did not wink he, at you. He did, or <laughs> maybe, it wasn't me. I did not. I, <laughs> I did not intend to wink at you. Mm. Maybe I. Uh, maybe your wink reverberate re- reverberated into my, mine. I just instinctually <laughs> winked. <laughs> when there's drinks and someone says wholesome, I just instinctually. Anyways. That was great. Oh, by the way, we do have a uh, f- really good episode planned for next week. Yeah. And the only hint I will give, it involves a, a guest. Yeah. Uh, for once. 
and uh, our first international guest. And I'm yeah, very excited to talk awesome. with this person. And uh, he's been a fan of the show. And But I will save it for his first appearance. Yep. I will not spoil it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But it's it will be, be fun. I am excited. Good, I'm more excited for that. It's going to be, uh, I always love having guests. Anyways, especially I think, when they want to be here. Yeah, when they want to. We've had times where we've had like Cody on and he doesn't really seem he's like just he actually here. wants to be. He's just sitting there drinking. Well, I don't which think is, it's not that which he is also cool. doesn't want to be here, but I don't think he wants to actively. There's people that don't want to actively participate. They, he's not in podcast mode. Maybe they get he's, m- microphone <laughs> shy. Uh, it is weird how I used to be kind of shy on here. Yeah, I must admit, like when we first started. But now we have no shame. No, yeah. But it is weird how you get shy talking into essentially a uh, computer Yeah, to be recorded, but you know it's going to be on live at some point. Yeah, (laughs) it's, uh, you know, I have. It's not, you know, it's, you know, doing the podcast. It's a weird kind of thing. Has made me. So, you know, we're both musicians and we sometimes record stuff. Um and a lot of people have this thing where when they hear recordings of themselves played back, they hate how their voice sounds, even if their voice doesn't sound I've bad. I've become um, and acclimated I've, to our I've, own voices. I've become acclimated, and it's partly because of recording the podcast. Just beaten down over and yeah. over. <laughs> Every week for several hours. Just. No, at first I dreaded hearing my own voice, but, you know, I sucked it up. I was like, hey, I got I've a- gotten used to my own well, voice. Well, for one, you edit. <laughs> yeah. 99% of the time, besides that one time I helped you for our big compilation, episode 100. Yeah. <laughs> and I did have something to say about that. Hopefully it comes up again. But, <laughs> you know, for anyone, musicians, other podcasters, whatever, it does get to the point where, hey, you do have to listen to your own stuff because you have to quality control it, obviously, yeah, edit yeah. it, literally. And, you know, uh, I don't listen to all our episodes or like the entire, the only yeah, entire yeah. episode I've ever listened to is one of the commentaries. I've listened I, to a few entire but, ones, but it's rare that I, but I usually um, listen to a good portion of it just to yeah. make sure, Hey, if I can enjoy this, knowing what I already said and having, having to listen to myself. Yeah. Then, you know, I, someone I, else I, is I bound listen, to enjoy listen it. To just enough to make sure we don't sound stupid. Yeah. And even if we do sound <laughs> stupid, if it's the right kind of stupid, the right kind of stupid, <laughs> you don't want no. it to be the belligerent, uh, yeah, yeah, we- <laughs> un- quite unwholesome kind of stupid. Because stupid can be wholesome. Stupid, can ignorance be wholesome. is bliss. Uh, <laughs> but stu- st- stupid people, is as stupid does. Wholesome people <laughs> who are also stupid. Uh, I don't know. I was, I was trying. To, I was trying to think of an example. Well, anyways, uh, I couldn't. After my segue got derailed, <laughs> no one due to my own fault, uh, I think, before we stalk, start talking about wholesomeness in a, again, sorry, I've been up since five, uh, we are going to- Same, high five. There we go. <laughs> uh, we are going to take a wholesome quiz. Yeah. It looks like a quick one. And we're going to see how wholesome the Odd Drunk podcast yeah, is. Normally as a we collective. take quizzes, me and Jackson take them separately as ourselves. But this is how would the Odd Drunk podcast yeah. answer these questions? Um, so do you. Uh, I don't think this is long. So do you like looking at pictures of cute animals? Of course. Uh, no, I don't see the point in that. Yes, wow. all the time looking at pics of baby or cute animals makes me feel happy. Uh, sometimes like the memes and stuff, they're pretty cute. 
I'll be honest. I mean, not um, all the time. <laughs> maybe not all the time, but like about eighty percent of. But the, it's not that I wouldn't. About eighty percent of the uh, channel, channels I follow on TikTok are of animals. There you go. I still don't have TikTok. Good on you. Yeah, I, I, I gave I, in. I <laughs> don't give don't give in, Jackson. My mind is still pure. <laughs> you, you, um, you can watch all that shit on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at and, this point, but uh, Facebook is let's, also let's dreadful. Say it's maybe sometimes, sometimes. Also, uh, what's not as dreadful, but even though Facebook owns it, or sorry, Meta yeah. owns it, Zuck, the Zuck. But, uh, <laughs> the Zuck. Uh, but uh, check out our Instagram at Odd Drunk Pod. Yes, yes, it's fun. Do that. Anyways, um, what would be the perfect birthday present for you? Maybe, maybe a, a guitar. guitar. I like that answer. Uh, maybe a guitar. It's definitely a guitar. So it's the idea of a guitar more than the guitar itself. <laughs> the excitement <laughs> um, that builds up. The maybe might affect the answer on here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll love anything that people I love would give me. That's not true. No. I appreciate most gifts people I love give yes. me. But there, I could imagine some things that my girlfriend or my parents could give me that I would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Like okay, what would that be? Like Nazi memorabilia. That would be that would be like what? what <laughs> like what the fuck were you thinking? Why that's would you, quite? Why would you give me that? That would that yeah, this is this is that is not wholesome. This is I would off, say. this is offensive. This is not like yeah. But uh, you know, a guitar though would be a pretty cool gift that, with zero Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> just want to say a guitar with zero Nazi memorabilia involved at yeah. all. That would be a cool gift. That would be a great gift. I would love that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we want to love anything anyone gives us. We'll take that clip uh, out of context. Uh, yeah, um, someone will. Kittens, I want kittens. I do not want kittens. I do not want kittens, even though I do like I love kitten. kittens. But I lived with cats my whole life, and they are... They can be great, they can be loving, but, but, they, can they, also all, be but they also do shit like piss on your laundry. Piss... <laughs> <laughs> and I am yeah. not having that shit. Or just like, scratch you for n- yeah. no uh, good reason. I would rather have just out of nowhere. I would rather have a friend who lives right next door who has a cat that I can go visit whenever I like. But you don't always have to deal with it. I don't want to own a cat. But if it was a good bo- a good dog, I would rather have a dog. Yes, dogs. I don't know. It's just uh, dogs are the more wholesome. I animal. know dogs also <laughs> piss on the carpet and shit and stuff like that, and but they, can be dirty. But they have. They don't have a, uh, I feel like cats, you know, because maybe they are more intelligent as a whole and yeah. more, uh, definitely more independent. So, you know, maybe, sometimes maybe this way, cats can be very loving, but sometimes but they can have a mean disposition. I have a golden retriever brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Therefore I am most at like at peace with a dog. <laughs> And then the last one, food-related things are always good. Oh, that's a good option. I love yeah. the ambiguity of some of these answers. Though. Yeah, maybe uh, a guitar and food-related things. <laughs> maybe anything that people would love to give me. What, uh, what would the Odd Drunk Podcast choose? Uh, uh, I feel like the Odd Drunk Podcast. I feel like it's in between the food one and the guitar one. But I feel like we would choose the guitar, but the Odd Drunk Podcast would choose food. But we are the Odd Drunk Podcast. Yeah, but we're answering as a unit, not as mm. not as individuals. You know, I mean, a nice, a nice, uh, a nice turkey sandwich. I was gonna say, imagine a, or, uh, imagine a nice pastrami sandwich, like the hat, yeah. like the hat, <laughs> greasy, greasy pastrami on a hoagie with mustards and pickles and banana peppers. 
with a with a beer. With a beer. Mm. 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 What, would yeah. you, what would you rather have well, right now? A new guitar? Food-related things mm. are always good. That's the thing. That is true. What if they give you a squire? Or like... They give you a I guitar. I would make use out of a, st- a squire. No, I, I would definitely I make would use of. It's uh, are, are actually... if they give you they give you a guitar, well, like the starter one. Yeah. Or if they give <laughs> you, but the the answer says maybe a guitar. We yeah, want to no, know for sure. You're right that there is an ambiguity there. That, yeah, I don't like that, the ambiguity. That makes weird. me that makes me feel like anxious. If, if, it, if it was just a guitar, a guitar, that would be the answer. Yeah, but but that maybe I feel like as so the what if podcast. It, because we definitely wouldn't just love anything people would give us. No, we already... <laughs> if you send us shit and we don't like that. it, we will be harsh. Yeah. <laughs> don't... Well, we don't have uh, our address, fortunately. Yeah, food-related things. Food-related. Okay. What do you usually watch on TV? Reality shows, no. the news, cartoons, or romantic movies? I don't watch... Out of all of these, I would pick cartoons. Yeah, I... Even on, though on I... TV, probably cartoons. I seldom watch... Any of these. Now, if this was just which meet which uh genre do you most listen to, it'd be the news because I listen to a lot of like news radio. But you don't watch that on TV. I do not watch on this TV. This isn't asking I you. I specifically listen to the news on the radio yeah. <laughs> like all day. Oh jeez. Because that I sounds dreadful. I drive a truck for work that does not have aux or C- even a CD player. Oh wow. Well there <laughs> it's you go. Just a radio. <laughs> But out of all those, I'd go cartoons. I would agree with that cartoons. And you know what? I mean, that's a quite ambiguous thing. What do kind you, of cartoons? Do you consider yourself soft? No. Soft? Nah, <laughs> bro. Bruv. As we both um all right, bro. on a podcast, both chest up. <laughs> yeah, even though no one can see it. We're doing it for ourselves. <laughs> we do this for ourselves. And, and you're doing a, a, a bruv. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you turn English when you uh when you try to get tough? The English they they're tough. Not a lot. Not all of them. <laughs> Some of them. No, no, no. See, it's the Scots who are tough. All right, bro. <laughs> uh, kind of. I might, be, I might be sensitive slash just have a soft heart. Well, what's wrong uh, with that? No, nah, uh, I can handle things. That means I'm not a softie. <laughs> or I don't really know. Depends on when and what mood I'm in, I guess. Mm. Uh, well, that's never an option for the Odd Drunk Podcast. Yeah. We're answering as the Odd Drunk Podcast. Yeah. So I, it, I mean, I appreciate the ambiguity, but if, it it, would be not. if they had phrased this as like, uh, it depends on if we're talking about uh, regular life situations or the um, the the philosophical um, idea of the expanding and the death of the universe. Which that's sometimes something the Odd Drunk Podcast would think about. Yeah. yeah. But right now, the Odd Drunk podcast would be like, no, nah. I'm not a son. Nah. <laughs> uh, do you enjoy emojis slash smileys and message? Uh, they're okay. <laughs> Sometimes they can. If if the message, if someone just sends you okay, it helps if there's like a smiling emoji. There are only two people I use emojis when I text with on a regular basis. One of them is your girlfriend. Yes. Can you guess the other one? <laughs> Your mom. No, my uh, boss. Uh, oh, your boss. <laughs> we just do like thumbs up and things like that. But, oh, yeah. But the we, do that, we do that. I do use a thumbs up a lot. We do that often, though. Are the okay. Yeah. Thumbs up. Okay. Things like that. Is the Italian one still there? I don't, I'm not sure. Um, no. I'm going to say, uh, what do we say sometimes? Because I, I don't use emojis. I, on social media, I use them more often. But uh, on text, I don't. 
Yeah, uh, I only use it spare. I mean, yeah, with my girlfriend, and that's about it. I don't use emojis that much, unless I'm making a little meme. Kind of. So it, I, I, I know sometimes. Sometimes is the truth. It is the truth. But no. But what but the Audrey Podcast? Po- but I will tell you. The Odd Drunk Podcast would never say nope. That's kind of cringe because that's no. cringe in and of itself. Yeah, to no. say something. The, the Odd Drunk Podcast would say probably jump all the time. What does jump mean? Um, it adds to the cuteness of the message. <laughs> I think the Odd Drunk Podcast would say that. Would we say that? I think we would. Okay, I guess we're saying that, especially because it says jump, jump not all yup, the time, not yup all the time. It says jump, J U P. Is I'm going to start that using like that. A new slang? When was this quiz made? I don't know. Is that like a new slang? That, Either uh, that's a new slang or it's like an old. Gen Z is using right it's now. It's a new slang or it's an old one from like 2018. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's not that. Uh, almost done. <laughs> that what makes me sound so. result do you hope to get? That's a loaded um, question. That is a loaded question. Why would I want not wholesome? Yeah. Uh, you decide in the middle. We're, this is the wholesome episode. We want it to be wholesome. We want it to be wholesome. Maybe that will make it. Just... Uh, last, okay, last question. question. Which of these emojis do you like the most? Those are not emojis. Those are well, they're those are text text uh, emojis. Text emojis, but they're not emojis. It's the emoji before the. Do you want Do you want to be contradictory and say? Didn't I just say I don't like emojis? <laughs> yeah, why not? We would do that. <laughs> Um, oh, it's a bunny. You're very, very wholesome. wholesome. The cutest of them all and sweet. You are the most wholesome you can be. Spread your positivity. I don't think all love. those answers equated to that. No, I don't. I think I the one agree. saying we wanted to be wholesome dictated that quiz. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. But that's great. But that's the answer. We are a, we're we're wholesome. Congratulations, Jackson. Great. We are the most wholesome. I'm podcast so glad. Um, even, even considering I have a, I, I know I have a friend who does a podcast about like recovery, like and recovering addicts and stuff like that, which sounds way more wholesome than our podcast. It sounds a lot more serious. It's a lot more serious, but it's, it's, it can also be, it's, it's also, it's wholesome. He, you know, people tell their stories and stuff. It's cool. And what is this podcast called? I don't remember. <laughs> I haven't saved. I haven't saved. Give me a second. Uh, Ah, it's called Evolving Minds with Phil Hampton. Go check it out. It's a good podcast. It can be serious, but it also can be uplifting. Nice. Yeah. And you know Phil Hampton? Yeah, yeah. I do nice. Cool guy. Great. Go check that out. Evolving Minds, Phil Hampton. It sounds it sounds very professional. That's not what we do here. Uh <laughs> I also forgot to mention I have a wine, and uh, it's called Rome of the North. And uh, Rome of the North. Rome of the North. Not Athens of the North. That's a cool Rum Jack song. (laughs) That is a cool Rum Jack song. Album Hestia, which I have been very much into. And was that the album we reviewed? Not did review that album. I I still got to update our playlist. (laughs) I forgot. Uh, Um. And I'm not sure what kind of wine it is. It's some kind of white wine, obviously. But it's probably just a white blend of some kind. But it's good. I really like it. Was it from? 
It is from, you guess. Rome. But North. quite presumptuous <laughs> of you. Uh, it's from California because oh, <laughs> it's wine. Of course and it I, is. I got it from a subscription thing. Of course it's from California. And most of their wines either come from California, Australia, Scotland out of all places, and then just miscellaneous they places. They make wine in Scotland? They do. I've had a wine from Scotland. It was pretty yeah. good. Wow. I don't think uh, at the store I work out. Australia, think, New Zealand. I don't Zealand. think we sell any, a single wine from Scotland. We do sell a lot of New Zealand wines. New Zealand they wines are good. good. They have a nice wines. grassy quality yeah. to them. Yeah, that's I, that's why I like them actually. Uh, they're good, good shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about wine, but my coworker does, so I just try to listen to him when he. Yeah, we're not when, those when, kind of drinkers. When he, when he tells customers about it. <laughs> so I've got a list here from BuzzFeed. Of course, our favorite website ever. We love BuzzFeed. Remember when they really were outward with um. And there's nothing wrong with this, but it. Oh, and I don't want to contra. It did get to the point where it was uh, quite. Uh, what's another word for? Uh, they were trying so hard to be politically. It was correct. It, there's that, no other that, word. It was cringe. They were trying so hard to be politically correct that they ended up being like take like going past that. Yeah, be- like they they did the video. Uh, they did a video of one of their ladies was like, "I went out for a whole day." Oh, the and, mansplaining and thing. Matt, well, not not man- mansplaining, man- uh, spreading. She's she's like, "I went out for a whole day," and, and like no one, and and like nobody gave a shit, and but, none of but, the guys were actually was, really doing. But it. she was like in her like phone blog was being like, "I feel like a piece of shit doing this." She, I feel so bad doing this. Yeah, and like so, what's funny is like she could barely find on. any other guys actually doing that. Like on uh, like yeah, so so if you. If if you are sitting on a subway and you are spreading out, taking up room, and you refuse to move for someone, you're a dick. Yeah, you're a dick. But simply sitting there does not make you a dick. Sitting there comfortable instead of... Yeah. Yeah. And also, I hate to tell you, we do have uh, <laughs> we do have things in between our legs, and sometimes they can hurt. <laughs> yeah. But either way, yeah. And other things, video. but I'm not going to go into these all. Uh, but anyways, these are... Tw- <laughs> I'm not sure which other things. Okay, we'll have to talk about that later. But these are twenty. No, we don't have to say it. We're not going to say it. This is a wholesome episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh... I'm going (laughs) to refrain from curse words as well to stay wholesome. Say, there's other reasons you might you might want to spread your leg to get some air. Yes, yes, there that's, is. That's, and we what, believe that's, it what I, that's what I mean. And we, <laughs> that's what I mean by other things. And we believe it. <laughs> but these are 24 celebs. We're not being very wholesome this no, episode. No, we're not. So we got to tone it. We, we got to. I don't think we've cursed yet, though. No, that that's a so, good that's yeah. a good step. We got to take it back, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dial dial down our uh, usual uh, rowdiness. But these are 24 celebs who people say are just wholesome as heck. And that, that sentence was wholesome because it said heck <laughs> instead yeah. of hell. H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-L-W-H-E-
on the eleventh hour. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, number one, David Tennant. Hmm. Hmm. Also, I wait before David we Tennant. get into this list. Uh, we're gonna rate each of these celebrities whether we personally believe that they're wholesome or it's just one nice thing they did, and okay. we're gonna either say woo or boo. Okay, boo okay. for not wholesome, obviously. Okay, yeah. And I believe, and I thought about this earlier because I was thinking about this episode, <laughs> but I think there's three basic criterion to make someone wholesome. Mm-hmm. One. The media, the movies or whatever they're portrayed in, they're generally portrayed as wholesome characters, or at least they're known for that. Sure. Okay. But that's very surface level. Two, very charitable. Yeah. Three, they're just nice people to be around. Yeah. Because I, 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 I've I, been thinking about this a lot, and I've been thinking... Because you can be charitable and not quite as wholesome. Sometimes there are people on wholesome celebrity lists where it's like, well, you know, <laughs> just being a nice person doesn't make you wholesome yeah there's some people yeah no. and and one of the list it was obviously outdated and i almost wanted to include it did it say bill Just, cosby or bill cosby like was one of them oh my and god and i was like oof <laughs> i <laughs> i still my favorite party trick my favorite party trick when people come to my house is to pull up my bill cosby vinyl <laughs> record and i have Oh geez! I got it in a mystery pack. See how of people vinyl. react. See a, if people. It was a mystery pack of vinyls. That I remember, I and that was and before. No, it was after. Allegation? It oh. was right after. Probably why it was in the mystery pack. <laughs> oh the yeah, record store trying to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my All favorite. Bill Cosby that's records. my favorite party trick is to pull out a Bill Cosby vinyl <laughs> and get a laugh. <laughs> And yeah, uh, I guess that brings up another disclaimer. I've never listened to we it. We don't oh. know <laughs> any of these celebrities, of course. Yeah. Or anybody, I mean, outside of my circle or even people I know online, we don't really know them. So if anything comes out about them doing a not so wholesome thing, yeah. then we t- condemn them. Yeah, we are, we're not. Uh... <laughs> but, however, <laughs> if nothing does come out on them, Good. That's yeah. better. Yeah. I hope that's yeah. things can change, which can change our opinions. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, number one, David Tennant. I like David Tennant. I, I also like. David uh, Tennant. I've been recently rewatching <laughs> Doctor Who. He's one of and the best doctors. He's my favorite, one hundred percent. And I am currently. I still like Peter on Capaldi, his, though. Peter Capaldi, the ep- the writing during those seasons, I think, was went downhill. But he was great. Yeah, he stands just, out. He's just grumpy. And there's a whole scene where he comes out, you know, Doctor Who has a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. He at one point got sonic sunglasses. Nice. And he came out in one scene riding a tank, playing an electric guitar with his sonic sunglasses. And it was cool. I got to see that. Yeah, it was wow. cool as fuck. <laughs> and he's he's cool. But David Tennant is my favorite because he is. Very, well, anyways, this comes likeable. from. Um... I guess Paul swims. I'm not sure. Um, Quote, I met him at a con and he is genuinely one of the kindest people I've ever met. He saw I was panicking a bit. My anxiety was high that day and he means a lot to me for various reasons. And he smiled with his huge smile and said, I'm not going to try to do his voice. Oh, come on. I'm nice. And you could just tell it was true. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The next day when I got him to sign the picture from the, I'm nice moment. He said, hello, Nataku. And I just about melted into the floor. I would give David Tennant a woo. He is 
I would melt into the floor for would, David Tennant. I would also melt into the floor. Uh, yeah, David I Tennant. would give David Tennant a woo. I'm There's a, nothing I heard about I, him. That, I'm a little biased. I'm a big David Tennant fan. Well, and also the but, fact that um, I've, I haven't heard any kind of controversy regarding it. Yeah. Although he did play the Purple Man, who was a very bad guy. He also played Jessica Barney Crouch Jr. in Harry Potter, who was also a bad yes, guy. Yes, but you He's know what? He's played bad guys. He's an actor. But, uh, but I... And He's my whole cried good guys. He's played yeah, the doctor. Exactly. He was one of the goodest guys. Yeah, of exactly. All. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh man, yeah. my thing broke. He, but yeah, he, woo, he, not boo. He's a good actor. I really like him, and I've never heard anything bad about him. Number two, here's here's one that's definitely a woo in my opinion, uh, in all regards. Steve Carell. Yeah, I've heard pretty good things. Hmm. Well, well, yeah, before I read the thing, uh, I always heard, yeah, like, during The Office, like, he was just really great to work around, encouraging, like, especially with the supporting actors and, you know, people with smaller roles. Like, you 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 always felt welcomed around him. You know what I appreciate is when you have uh, in a movie where um, one actor is, their character is being an ass, Mm -hmm. and then off screen, the actor is, like, going and being like are you okay like i've yeah i always appreciate that yeah anyways steve carell is an awesome dude he owns a general store in massachusetts that is true where he's from and he will work at the register from time to time just to interact with people like he still works at it that sounds pretty damn wholesome off the bat yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah i mean that's something he does not have to do no yeah (laughs) but he does it for the joy of it i guess and here's another story. Uh, he bought me a coffee at the Duncan right near the store one morning. He offered to pay after I ordered, and I turned around him. I turned around, and I was dumbfounded. He was so nice about it. <laughs> so woo. I was Steve yeah Carole. woo. I would imagine that you're at a, you're at a Duncan or something like that, and someone's behind you taps you on the shoulder like, like and I'll, then it's Steve. I'll Carole. pay for you, and you turn around and Steve Crow. Like you're wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt right now. I am wearing the Dunder Mifflin shirt. We have also uh, Dwight. Well, Dwight Bobblehead here. Yeah, we love the Office. We love Um, Steve Carell. Yeah, it's funny with the Office. I was real into it for a little while. Stop. I haven't watched it in a long time. I haven't watched it in a long time. But I I will watch it it again. I I still love it. But um, I've been back on Always Sunny again, though. Yeah, really. I've been back into Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nice. Um, No. uh, I, I, I like Steve Carell. I also, one of my favorite things about about him is uh, so Despicable Me, those movies. Oh, boy. They're fun movies. Uh, They're not the best. but I've only fun. seen the first one. First one's the best Not one. any of the Minions ones. You don't have to see any of the other ones, but they're they're not terrible. Um, But his, his accent he does in it. So he did a interview on Ellen, who we're not going to talk about. Oof. Uh, but speaking, uh, but we're, he did an Ellen. Inter- he did an interview on Ellen as Gru. Oh yeah, and she asked him where the accent is from. Where she's like, "Where are you from?" That's an interesting accent. He says Albuquerque. <laughs> Officially, according to Steve Gru is from Albuquerque. In character, his accent is Albuquerque, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I yeah, but I yeah. really appreciate. <laughs> I love All that. I'll say about Ellen without getting too into it is people always thought she was wholesome. She always put on the guise of being wholesome. Yeah. But I heard behind the scenes she was a real dick to all her crew and even it, people she interviewed. I didn't. I don't know like too many specifics. I, I didn't just always get too heard much into it. into that drama. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just. But 
Yeah, know? that. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you know. Number three. It's not the worst thing. Number three could, is a big woo. It's one oh, yeah. of the biggest woos out of this whole list, in my opinion, for a lot of reasons. Sean Astin. Oh, definitely woo. Samwise Gamgee. Simply based off of Samwise Gamgee. He was in the Goonies. But I've also, Samwise heard, I've also heard he's, he's great. He's yeah. the guy that died in Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't remember his name. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's I mean. Doug from 51st Dates. Everything. He is Doug. And I, I, oh, I remember there was a meme and it was, well, Lord of Rings is always like making resurgence with memes, you know, yeah, once. Yeah. It'll never go away. Mortal. But um, I saw this meme. It's like, you remember him? Uh, Bob. Bob. And he was Bob in Stranger That's Things. That's the character's But name. it's like, oh, you remember him as Bob and Doug? Uh, what about Samwise Gamgee? Yeah, it was, it was the, I know it probably, it was like, I just realized that Bob from Stranger Things is also Doug from 51st Dates. Yeah, and yeah, that's like, what it was. Um, excuse me, Samwise Gamgee did not carry Frodo, the Frodo and the Ring <laughs> all the way to Mordor yeah. just to be known as Bob and Doug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Sean Aston. Yeah. Sean yeah. Yeah. Uh, quite long one here, actually. Not too long. I met him once years ago at Dragon Con. I was wearing a Goonies t-shirt and went through the line just to say hi. We spoke for a few minutes. What is Dragon Con? And then he... It's some kind of nerd thing, Colton. (laughs) And then he... (laughs) And then he asked what he was autographing for me. I told him that was okay. I didn't have the money, but just really wanted to thank him for so many good childhood memories. He picked up his Sharpie and looked over at the handler or whoever she was. Shook... Her head no. She shook her head no. So she said no, you can't autograph unless you pay. And then he grinned and told me to lean over and he wrote GNSD on the sleeve of my shirt. Said it wasn't an autograph, so it didn't count. Well, that's cool. He was really excited and asked me if he knew what it meant. And uh, I was stunned and couldn't say anything, so he burst out with, Goonies never say die. (laughs) I stuttered and thanked him and then promptly walked to the bathroom and started crying about how nice he was. Wow. I mean, yeah, Sean Austin, I mean, always looks so nice. And Dragon Con was launched in 1987 uh, as a project with local science fiction gaming group. Yeah, it's just a big nerd festival. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) That's essentially what it is. Although nice. on the Wikipedia page, there is this ripped guy dressed as a Spartan yeah. 300. <laughs> um. Well, as we discussed before, there's nerds like Henry Cavill, and then there's nerds like uh, Sean Astin. Yeah. <laughs> Different sides. As much as I would like to be the Henry Cavill nerd, I am turning into the more of like the Sean Astin. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. Number four, uh, also a woo. And uh, we've... Uh, watch some of we watched a few of his movies actually michael j fox oh yeah he is uh, um as you all know he had to retire recently due to his parkinson's he's been battling for quite some time it's tough um which he was diagnosed with parkinson's shortly around the time like back to future three came out like an early 90s it's a tough thing my my mom read his autobiography because she oh i'd like to read that about two years ago was falsely diagnosed with parkinson's oh falsely and then well she has a thing called um benign tremors Oh. Which is, it's kind of the, the tremor part of Parkinson's, but without the other shit. 
So not, not quite as it's not severe, nearly as bad. Good. Parkinson's is like a degenerative brain disease, yeah. and stuff, like neural disease. Um, she has just these benign tremors, which is it's just the tremors part. Okay. So it's it's not even nearly. So she was falsely diagnosed. Well, yeah, yeah. So she she went to, um, I uh, she was having these tremors, and she went to a neuro, uh, not neurosurgeon, a uh, neurologist. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and they diagnosed her with diagnosed with a Parkinson's. The problem with Parkinson's is that they don't have just a test where they can take some blood and tell you have Parkinson's. Right. They have to just look at your symptoms and diagnose it. And the guy was like, you are in the early stages of Parkinson's. Um, and she oh, was, wow. And it was a whole issue of like they tried putting her on actual medication for it, which was a problem because she didn't end up actually having it. So the medication. And then that could obviously have. That had some bad, bad stuff. side I'm effects. Not gonna, I'm not going to go into details on that. And she went to a different neurologist at Loma Linda in California, which is a very good uh, hospital. And then that neurologist was like, no, you don't have Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Like, you That's have, good. You have some far less serious um well that's really problems. good so it was a relief when about a year where she thought she had parkinson's um oh wow so she was depressed as hell i i would imagine yeah but she read uh michael j fox's uh, book oh wow yeah i'll have to check that out uh and yeah, he has the Michael J. Fox Foundation, which uh, you know is funding to Parkinson's research and mm-hmm. uh, trying to find a cure for it, or at least you know. I appreciate help that. For it. Just based on that, before you, if there's a story uh, before you get to that, um, I think it's cool that that he uses his wealth to and his influence. And he's still acted for help. a while, even with Parkinson's. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's it's just gotten to the point now. It's 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 a disease that doesn't it doesn't make you stop doing shit right away. It just gets worse and worse. It just gets time. worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh anyways, uh the story uh he was very proactive in Parkinson's awareness, obviously. He gets in touch with people personally who have it. He called a close family friend who suffers badly but also does some pretty amazing things. Uh, hikes much of the Appalachian Trail, takes deep woods fishing oh. trips, works out daily, etc. Michael went out of his way to call our friend and talk to him a few times, if I remember correctly. Just like normal folks, no agenda. Just two people fighting a common en- enemy. He said Michael was pretty cool. I would imagine. <laughs> you know, he's, like you said, definitely a woo. Yeah, big woo. You know, he he's he's just a good example of like... He can be a role model to people in, in the sense yeah. of like he has this thing that he's been dealing with that many people deal with, and he's living proof that you can still live. You can still a good live a fruitful, wholesome, life. fruitful life. Yeah, with even dealing with that, and uh, and that's inspiring. Yeah, no, he's definitely. not even just wholesome. He's inspiring. I think, and that's another level, you yeah. know of. Yeah. That's awesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, uh, we, the, the last episode, we focused on Mr. Rogers and Steve Irwin and Bob Ross and Bill Nye, all wholesome people, um, all also inspiring people too. Yeah. And they um, were the obvious ones to start on. Can I, can I throw out? Cause they're like the before holy, we continue on this list, the wholesome Trinity, someone who I've been following on, they have a TikTok account and they've been following them on uh, for a bit here. Okay. Robert Irwin. 
Oh, his son is taken after his dad. He He's is taken after out to his be dad. Super wholesome as well. Yeah, uh, I've seen yeah. him on Jimmy Fallon a couple times and Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. He has a TikTok account where he shows animals. He goes and rescues animals. That's so great. He showed this video recently where he rescued a little, ba- a little young youth alligator and was like, he'll, he'll, because he goes out actively. And yeah, because like, he works for I don't know what uh, zoo it is, um, in Australia, but he works for, um, and he goes out actively and like as a conservationist, um. And he will, when he, sometimes when he finds an animal, sometimes even like there's been videos I've seen where he's just like, I was just driving and there was this animal on the side of the road that was like trying to cross. So I, helped, oh, wow. so I helped it cross. And yeah, that's awesome. And here's a video so you get to see this cool animal. And he's turning out to be just as wholesome as his dad. Uh, and, and I'm very happy. Robert Irwin, uh, just yeah. don't, please don't. Don't do anything to fuck it up. Don't do anything with stingrays. Don't do not do the stingrays. Please don't. My uncle got stung by a stingray. Not in the heart. Oof. In the foot. Ouch. That would... <laughs> oh, yeah. He was on... He couldn't walk for like a couple weeks. Because they have po- poison. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're... The venom? Venom. Yeah, venom. It, poison poison would be is a... if you eat it. Eat it. Venom is if it's injected. Um, no, he got stung by a stingray. He's surfing. Midlife crisis stuff. <laughs> he will punch getting him. stung he'll, by the stingray or the surfing part or sur- both the surfing part both probably okay. um he'll he'll punch me if i <laughs> hears that well maybe he will hear this and well, he will maybe he won't punch me or maybe now that i said he'll, punch he'll give me, you a big virtual then, then punch well maybe now that i said he'll punch me he will then he me. won't just out of spite no no he probably will now because i said he would he probably wouldn't have before. Oh, <laughs> and then I jumped the gun and said he would, and now well, he it's like will. whenever, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. We did a pet peeves episode. Maybe that will come back again. But yeah. one of my big pet peeves, and it really grinds it's my stingrays. I don't think I, yeah, stingrays. Uh, I forgot to mention them. But also, whenever, whenever, and this comes from maybe you do seem like you're in a bad mood outwardly, even though you don't think you are. Or maybe yeah. you're just being a little bit more serious than usual or whatever. But for whatever reason, when someone's like, are you mad? Are you angry? It's like, no. But if you keep saying I, think, I am, I think that, that, I, that makes um, me mad. I've just I've just learned that um, unless I actively try to look like I'm in a good mood, I have resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> a lot of people suffer from that. Even my girlfriend, who is pretty good at reading like people's moods, will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I was just playing my video game. Yeah, I've been like, getting I'm ju- that I'm recently. Just, I'm just focused. I usually don't have a <laughs> like, resting bitch face, but maybe because I am getting bitchier as the day uh, goes on. Uh, it's weird. I've become less cynical over the years, but at the same <laughs> time, outward- outwardly, inwardly, I, I act more... <laughs> Sometimes when I'm at peace, I might look like I'm, I want to fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. uh, this next one uh, doesn't necessarily surprise me, but it's not someone I thought would be on this list. Um, but I've, o- all, I've also always heard good things about her. Uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Woo. Big woo. 100%. Um, yeah. Here's Dolly this- Parton I pulled up on Google uh, uh, here in preparation. Dolly Parton's awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. Um, and it, she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was a little controversial because, you know, she's not really. But, she but she's a big inspiration. But she but deserves she, it anyway. She even said that she didn't want it. 
Yeah, I heard. She about didn't that. want to be there. She, but she deserves it anyway, whether people like it or not, because sure. she's fucking awesome. Well, and highly influential within the music world. Yeah. And outside of that, you know. Yeah. No, Dolly Parton's freaking awesome. Like, yeah. Oh, I uh, see. Five time. Yeah. Uh, she turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom not once but twice. Oh wow. Uh, in case you didn't know, the, pre- the Presidential Medal of Freedom is the literally the highest, highest civilian award a, a civilian um, yeah. the U.S. contains, um, presented by the current U.S. president uh, himself to individuals who have made extraordinary uh, contributions to the security or national interests of the country, um, first established in 1963 by Kennedy. Um, oh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks, Bill and Melinda Gates, Joe Biden, who was awarded by President Obama. That's cheap. Yeah, as vice president, I will, I will just throw that up there. <laughs> I don't hate, I don't hate Joe Biden, but no, like, that's just like, like that's cheap. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get political. I'm gonna and even Ellen. Uh oh. <laughs> well, everything I heard about Ellen is that yeah, she could be a bitch back behind the scenes, but she did do a lot of good. I mean, who can't? You know, I don't know. She was so so. Dolly, speaking to NBC today's to program, Parton was explained. I got offered the Freedom Award from the Trump administration. I could. Ex- oh, she called it I the Trump ex- uh, that's, administration. No, that's a that's a web uh, plugin I have. That's a plug. Well, that it that okay. used to be so side tangent here. The Trump name though, yeah. So side it was tan- changed. Like yes. his great grandfather's so name side was tangent Trump. Is John Oliver made a, a Chrome plug? That's great. That changes <laughs> all instances of the word Trump to Trump. I got to start using Chrome again. Um, <laughs> I use Google Chrome. I don't remember That's what good. the plugin is called, but it's from John Oliver. He made it for one of his shows because he does ridiculous shit. For oh yeah, shows. he always does the thing. Um, <laughs> uh, I couldn't ex- so I couldn't accept it because my husband husband was ill. Then they uh, then they asked me again about it, and I wouldn't travel because of COVID. Mm. So she she refused it Reasonable. twice from Trump. Uh, like you said, she took herself. She took herself. Yeah, Hall I Fame think she's gonna be at it now though. Um, she helped build a hospital in honor of the doctor who delivered her. Oh, wow. She pled $500,000. No, yeah, she's really awesome. And I just never really realized that. I always liked her enough, but I, but yeah, Dolly Parton's awesome. Yeah. But here's the story. From- she, she wrote like a children's book recently. Yeah, I did hear something about yeah. that. She's done a lot of stuff like donations and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. She donates she's all the time. She's just overall yeah. a fucking awesome person. Yeah. Yeah. Here's uh, the story from BuzzFeed uh, from Joey42601. An old co-worker was a limo driver for many years in our city. He drove lots of celebrities, especially musicians coming into town. Said all the time meeting all the celebrities, not celebrities. I hate the celeb word. I don't know. They never speak to you. Dolly Parton, however, wanted to know everything about him. And on the ride back to the hotel after her show, she picked up the conversation where they left off and remembered what he had talked about. He was gobsmacked. Uh, Interesting. Uh, He said he hadn't been a fan, but he became one after that. I think it's interesting how the ability for a famous person to um, just act like a normal fucking human being is like impresses us 
But at the same time, it's like there are it's just that there are so many celebrities that act like they're above everyone that it is telling. Often. Oh, it's very telling. Yeah. But even with the ones that act like they're above everyone, no matter how much money or success they have, they are still human yeah. beings just like us. Yeah. So like, like you when, and I when you say Dolly Parton like remembered where her conversation left yeah. off type of thing, like you would expect that out of a regular human being. But she is I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> not even every human being, but no, like but you, any decent person type of thing. But like uh but like the fact that she is probably one of one of the most beloved celebrities. No, like with celebrities, um, whether their talents, fortune, luck, the people they know, whatever. At one point, they were just like us, and um, I think it's really enduring whenever a celebrity or musician, whatever, at they don't necessarily have to be quite charitable or anything but when you if you have any encounter of them or just hear stories about them just acting like a normal person not yeah. like this uptight celebrity like uptight. Here beneath, get get yeah. away from and me and i understand when celebrities like do want to be left alone well like i hate the paparazzi like yeah but at the same that, time it's like I steve like we mentioned, you mentioned steve crow working um uh at his general store like in the cashier yeah like, just because it's like he likes to interact with people, like that's a nor, that's a him being a regular fucking person, despite yeah, despite everything, everything. Yeah. And and the thing is, like when you have a celebrity like that, um, the the ones who are uptight, to be totally honest, they can get away with being uptight. They are rich and famous enough to do that. Yeah. So unfortunately, when so it is telling when someone makes an effort to yeah. Uh, not be that this way. next one is also a big woo and it relates to steve carell good segue thank you colton uh rain wilson oh, i've always heard great things about I him i love all his him. i i all his posts and everything are always good uh he does a lot of charity work and he uh he's just always seemed like a genuine guy he seems cool i don't know much um, about him though yeah and yeah, he does still have, even though Dwight was a character, there's a lot of um, things about Dwight that was just him, yeah. his own personality. Um, but yeah, everything I heard about um, Rain Wilson has always been good. Dwight is one of, I think, one of the things that made the um, American version of The Office unique. Dwight and Steve Carell. Yeah, specifically those two. They're the two most important. Not that the other characters are exactly the same as like their the British office, but like those two were unique to the uh... Yeah, and another thing about the American office that went more for like one season. The British office was like maybe two seasons and like a couple yeah. holiday specials. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um but however, I think the office should have ended at season seven. That's just my two cents. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyways, here's the, the story about Rain Wilson. Uh, Rain Wilson. Okay. Well, yeah, everyone thinks this. Rain Wilson seems like an awesome dude. IRL. He does a lot of charity work and collaborates with his wife on a podcast. Yeah, he does have a podcast. I forget what it's called. It's like a... he, he had one that was like a. Everyone has a, podcast, a story right? podcast. Yeah, every celebrity. <laughs> but the one that I they're it was trying, like a they're trying to my favorite kind of podcast out of the business. My favorite kind of podcast is uh, <laughs> the story based ones. Oh yeah, 
are like where they have a narrative where it's not like a conversation, but uh, I think those can be fun. This American life. Yes. Stuff like that. that. And he has one like that. It's like a comedy thing. I I forget what it's called though, but you can just look it up. Um, when I was a teenager, I ran into him at an ice cream shop and asked him what it was like to be recognized everywhere. Um, this was during the peak of the office years. And he sarcastically replied, it's fucking incredible, before chuckling and telling me that he loves being able to meet fans and seeing people who get excited when they run into him. He took a photo with my friends, and then we were off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Here's another good one. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. Weird Al. Um, I, I still got to see the mo- the Daniel Radcliffe one. Have you seen the trailer yet? Uh, a long time ago. I saw like the is it out? Is it the movie actually out already? It's weird. It's like on the Roku channel or some weird shit like that. It's out. I want to um, watch it. It looks Yeah, I do want to awesome. watch it. <laughs> the, early, the early reviews I saw say that like... I saw this one review that was like normally an idea that would be just be like a sketch turned into a whole movie is a bad idea and then they go but not in this case because it was a sketch on funny or die like yeah. n- uh, 10 years ago it was literally <laughs> called weird the al yankovic story and that's what the movie's called yeah but I, i've heard i've heard it's good and with daniel radcliffe is weird al which i never thought but apparently when I because I saw an interview. Of, I heard uh, he handpicked Daniel him. Radcliffe. That Weird Al picked him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also just really appreciate that Daniel Radcliffe is just doing weird. Movies. And he let him play as an accordion. Nice. Yeah, but apparently uh, Daniel Radcliffe accidentally broke the strap on it. Oh, but God uh, damn it! I was gonna t- I was gonna <laughs> say Daniel Radcliffe was a wholesome, but mm. uh, breaking <laughs> breaking Weird Al's strap. Anyways, uh, there's a couple uh, stories here about Weird Al. I saw him at a show in my college town. Before, oh, by the way, my grandma served Weird Al Yankovic uh, when she was a waitress. Because okay, his I, movie, <laughs> no, not no, 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 not my, like as a maid my, or like my, whatever my mind you're went like, do, do you mean she worked for him or she was like? Serving him like a legal notice. <laughs> that's where my mind no, went. No, serve him some, like a waitress. For some reason, you know, that's where my mind went. Like, was she working for like a law firm? And she like <laughs> no, him? not quite. Like, no, but uh, when he uh, filmed, what is it? UF, UHF. Uh, I think I don't know. But that his big movie that came out in the eighties, yeah, uh, that was actually filmed in my hometown in Tulsa. Nice. And uh, my grandma uh, served him and said he was really nice. Gave her a big tip. Nice. So, uh, so here's the yeah, first yeah, story. Let's hear that story. I saw him at a show in my college town. Before the show, he did a private show for a kid with cancer, and the kid's dad. He didn't bring it up at all. I only found out because the dad posted on Twitter and it got semi-viral on campus. What I like about that uh, is that he didn't bring it. He didn't make a big deal out of it. He didn't yeah. even talk about it. It was just something he did. I heard. So I heard an interview with him where he said, um, I just like this story where he said that the, the moment he realized he wouldn't, he had made it, that he was in the music industry. Like he had, he was a big deal. Was he? He was invited to like some Hollywood party, and he went, 
and he just assumed that like nobody know would know who he was and he went in and he was mingling and he heard like oh that's weird al that's that guy who plays the accordion <laughs> yeah. and he turned and it was paul mccartney Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was his moment where he was like, yeah. wow, um, people, Paul know, McCartney people know who you. I am. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I loved. I, that was great. Uh, so when Nirvana played Saturday Night Live the first time, or the only time, either way, the first time they played, um, they got a call from Weird Al. And mm-hmm. it was like in between one of their performances. Yeah. Or maybe it was an after party, but either way, it was that night on Saturday Night Live. And they got a call from Weird Al asking, and it was Weird Al himself, not his manager. It was Weird Al. Yeah. And he was asking if he could parody one of their songs. And he said, <laughs> usually he has to go through a lot of trouble uh, to do a parody of anyone's song. And apparently Kanye West has refused to let him parody a oh, song. Oh, no. But um, he <laughs> no, said, no, no, no. Yee. <laughs> his name is Yi now. Poopity scoop. Let's respect it. Scoopity poop. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, he said, um, I, I think, <coughs> I don't know if it was Kurt that answered the phone. It might have been Chris Novoselic, but either way, they were like, uh, yeah. Like they didn't even hesitate. <laughs> like, and, fuck yeah, yeah. And I've seen in other interviews, like, older interviews and even newer interviews with like Dave Grohl and stuff and he was like that's when we knew we were famous <laughs> when, when we wanted, wanted a parody of song man uh, yeah. yeah yeah I I um kind of slight side tangent here but speaking of like the talking on the phone like so I saw um are you, you're familiar with Stiff Little Fingers the band yeah um I saw uh, a few years back, Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly played together, and Jake Burns, the singer from Stiff Little Fingers. For those of you listening st- who don't know, Stiff Little Fingers is a a Northern Irish punk band from similar era as The Clash. Yeah, uh, great band, quite um, good. And uh, this was oh, so I saw it. The lead singer opened for Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly up in Denver, and uh, nice. And he just did an acoustic set. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that. It was awesome because he just like he'd play a stiff little finger song, acoustic style, and then tell a story about the good old days. Nice, and it was just fun. Uh, Nobody else seemed to care, but I'm a big stiff little fingers fan, so I was like nerding out. Um, Yeah, and he told this one story. He said so they were recording at this studio in London. I think it was their second album, and it was a studio that like the Beatles had recorded. It was a good studio, and there was the vocal booth for some reason, had a telephone wired in to it. Um, nice. For some reason. Okay. Like, and he said they were recording and he was doing vocal tracks and the phone rang. So he answered it. And uh, the guy on the other fi- side of the phone said, uh, I'm looking to get in touch with Stiff Little Fingers, the band. And he was like, well, I'm, I'm Jake Burns. I'm their singer. And the guy goes, uh, well, I'm Pete Townsend. From the Who, oh wow! And he goes, and I'm the fucking Pope, and hangs up, hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he goes and he finishes his yeah, vocal. He goes, and he finishes his vocal tracks, 
and then goes out and his manager's in the in the record or the uh editing booth and he's like looks kind of angry and he was like i thought those he's like were those tracks good i thought they i thought they were pretty good and the guy was like i just got a call from the who from their manager um and you guys just missed out on an american tour opening for the who oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. damn. So, so you know <laughs> so if Pete but, Townsend... but what, what would you say if you answered the phone if you got a just an unmarked number on your phone and you answer <laughs> it and the guy goes uh hi this is pete townsend from the who i'm looking to get in touch with the odd drunk podcast well, if he what just would, had an American accent like you, obviously I'd but, be like. But what? What? But even if they have a British it, accent, what would you think of that? Yeah, I want to believe it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know if I would go straight, uh, and I'm the uh, Pope. Yeah, well, this is a punk rock asshole yeah. from from uh, like. I might inquire a bit more. From Ulster or whatever. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. that from. But um, <laughs> but I would not believe it. Uh, here here's an. Actually, let's go to. Here's okay, Sandra Bullock. I've not heard almost anything about her, so we Probably. don't know if it's a woo or a boo yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like her. I mean, she's a good I enough actress, but yeah, I don't know anything she's, about. She's a good actor. Okay, that. so she comes to town frequently and is nothing but nice to everyone. She's super sweet and definitely isn't faking it. Yeah, she's always seemed nice in her movies. In her um, movies, I again. But I've then heard, again, I've heard. <laughs> nothing about yeah. her outside of her, her movies. movies like yeah. i i actually just don't know anything uh, about her my brother worked on oceans eight which i haven't seen uh with her and <laughs> which i haven't seen it it's really not, any of those I, i'm a fan of the Clooney movies mm-hmm. i don't think oceans eight is the worst thing ever one day not because another particular australian podcast did this at any point <laughs> i think we should uh look at the original Ocean's yeah. movie, The Rat so Pack. So what, what I'll say is Ocean's Eleven is a good movie. The sequels, 12 and 13. Uh, the are, Clooney ones, you mean? Yeah. They're okay. Ocean's Eight is also just okay. It's nothing special. It's kind of, it felt kind of like a cash grab, but it's not the worst movie ever. Um, But none of them are as bad as the original Rat Pack movie. No, you know... <laughs> The original rap pack movie. Anyone is that awful. comes up to you, it's like, uh, it's oh, the George Clooney, Brad Pitt, the new Ocean's Eleven's nothing like the original. I'm like, yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. They, <laughs> they literally get away with the heist because everyone is singing Auld Lang Syne because <laughs> it's New Year's. You know, they actually use that uh, plot device in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still like that movie. But it's it not worked, nearly as good as the first. Ghostbusters too, because Ghostbusters two is funny. Y- yeah, it's not supposed to be like a <laughs> like it's not an elaborate high school. Well, movie. is Ghostbusters two funny? It has its moments. I don't hate it. It feels like Bill Murray doesn't want to be there, and it's a whole thing. It doesn't feel like Bill Murray wants to be in any movie he's in. True, but <laughs> maybe that makes it. Maybe he. Maybe it's better if he really doesn't I've want to I've never be there. seen any footage of Bill Murray <laughs> in a movie or in real life. Where Otherwise. Like, like, I saw some footage of him golfing, and he still <laughs> looked like he... And it was, wasn't a movie. It was just Bill Murray golfing, and it still looked like he didn't want to be there. <laughs> I, I don't think Bill Murray wants to be anywhere at any time. 
Hey, maybe he just has, you know, resting bitch face. I don't know. But yeah, he never looks like <laughs> I anything. think he legitimately just doesn't want to be anywhere, any, anytime. So anyways, uh, just, my brother worked on... Uh, <laughs> he just yeah. exists and has learned to deal with it. Maybe we should do Ghostbusters at some point. Uh, <laughs> my brother worked on Ocean's 8 with her, and she was like a mama to everyone, making sure everyone had gotten lunch when it was delivered, and just genuinely nice thought extra. See, that's wholesome. That's Making good. sure everyone gets their lunch. That's good. I've heard Tom Hanks does that type of stuff too. Yeah, I'm I've heard pretty Tom, sure he's going to be in here. I've heard Tom it Hanks is. goes to Pink's, which is a, hot, a famous hot dog place, and like at the end of every shoot of a movie and uh, buys hot dogs for everyone. That's awesome. I don't know if he still does that or even if that's true. I do. I love Tom I've, Hanks. I've heard it. Forrest Gump, Castaway, Saving Private Ryan, Pinocchio. No. <laughs> Did you see the Guillermo del Toro trailer for the Netflix Pinocchio? That looks yeah. leaps and bounds better. Which I the... find hilarious because after the Jungle Book live action came well, out, Pinocchio Netflix um... also put put out a, a Jungle Book movie. So it just feels like every time Pinocchio is under Creative Commons now, isn't he? It's been, or has been for, for a long, long time. time. Yeah, it's not a Disney original. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think Disney did have no, no, not never. in the forties when they made the original one. Well, you can't use the Disney version, but it's an old folktale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I, I went to Italy um, years ago with Jarrett. Yeah, yeah. And they have Pinocchio this shit. This is a reoccurring... Uh... They have Pinocchio shit everywhere. Oh, really? Like, everywhere. Not Disney Pinocchio, but, like, just Pinocchio shit. Pinocchio is Italian, is it? I assume. In origin. I, I'm not... I'm not. But the Disney Pinocchio <laughs> I'm not is... super familiar Disney with the Disney Pinocchio is story, German. But... I'm not Ish. I'm not familiar with the origins of the story, but I assume it's Italian because they the Pinocchio tour, sounds the, Italian. The tourist shots there are, seem to be very proud of it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Uh number nine, Big Woo for number nine. Uh Elijah Wood. Uh, yeah, he's a weird guy. <laughs> but in a good weird. In a, a, good, good, in weird. a good weird. Yeah. Yes. Um I just whenever someone says Elijah Wood, I think of the the meme of him on the scooter. Well, he's kind of similar to Daniel Radcliffe in a way yeah. that he was in a big fantasy series, and then after that, he started doing a bunch of weird indie movies. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I saw this thing online that said, uh, so and he still looks the same you, you, you as might, he ever. You've has. probably seen this before. Um, it goes around, uh, but I always think of it. These people online, they go. There should be a movie where Terry Crews and Vin Diesel play undercover cops who go to Comic Con, but they're both secretly nerds. And then Daniel Radcliffe is the villain. And then they go, let's specify, not Daniel Radcliffe playing the villain. Daniel Radcliffe is the villain. Oh, this is a great story, and, though. And, and then, and then, oh, someone, Daniel Radcliffe yeah, is the villain, but not Daniel Radcliffe playing a villain. Just Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe is the villain. Was Seth Rogen in this? No. Um, they did not mention, but um, oh. and then 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 they added. They go, but let's 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 make it more specific. Not Daniel Radcliffe playing Daniel Radcliffe, Elijah Wood playing Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> who is the villain. I always got when I was a kid. I got Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe mixed up quite uh, a bit. I didn't because I always thought that Elijah Wood was weirder looking. <laughs> Look at him. He's a weirder looking guy. <laughs> not that, not that, not, not that Daniel Radcliffe is like. I, I wish I looked like Elijah Wood. He's a good looking guy. He's a handsome, weird looking, handsome weird. He's yeah. like Weird Al type of <laughs> yeah. good looking. Yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways, this is a great story. I also love that he just like wear like always wears corduroy. He has really like great that. stories here, so I'm gonna give him a big woo. Uh, a buddy. Uh, okay, I got it. Okay, a buddy went to a meet and greet thing or something along those lines with where Elijah Wood was at, and when it was my buddy's turn to take the picture, he asked Elijah if he could jump on his back. <laughs> Buddy is a bigger guy, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so Elijah to jump on his back. Oh, not on okay. Elijah's back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh. If I recall right, he said, sure, without hesitation, and made an awesome photo I will forever be jealous of. That's awesome. And then this next one's uh, equally as wholesome. I met Elijah Wood once at South by Southwest, I think years ago at this point. Nice fella. Told me my band didn't suck. We did suck. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one, um, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Oh, speaking of wholesome people. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just admire the fact that, and not just Marvel movies, but like all the movies he made, like in the last five, six years of his life, he was battling cancer at the same time. Yeah, no, I heard some story. I, and I, never I, made mention of it. I heard, never wanted to I heard worry this anybody. Story of like it was after Black Panther came out, and someone like a fan, yeah, asked him about like Black Panther two, and I don't remember word for word what it said, but his his response was basically just like I won't be in it. Oh wow! Like because he knew. Yeah, I my my first experience with him was playing him playing Jackie Robinson in forty two with Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's awesome. Great movie. Um, I'm also a little biased. I'm a big Dodger fan. Yeah. Uh, I love Jackie Robinson. And that was when it was the L.A. That no, that was when Brooklyn it was Dodgers. Yeah, when it was Brooklyn the Brooklyn Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, you know Vince. Uh, we I, I I'm pretty sure we mentioned it in a podcast when it a few weeks ago when it happened. Vince Scully died. Yeah, the voice of the Dodgers, but uh, he was with the Dodgers since they were in Brooklyn. Crazy, like his first Dodger game was in '49. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um 2016 is when he retired. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be weird with Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever. It does look really good. Yeah. And they I... are acknowledging in uh the story that uh T'Challa passed away or something like that. I wonder how they're going to do that so because, I, because know, having a character like that pass away off screen is always hard to pull off. But at the same time, I do admire that they're being respectful yeah. and not just recasting him. Yeah. Even though I think I heard him say that he wouldn't want them, he, he wouldn't bother with them recasting him for the character. Yeah, I respect that. For too, the character's though, sake. Yeah. But, you know. No, I, 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 I respect in the circumstances that they're doing that. But it's. I think it's the best option. I, I just always wonder when they have to kill a character off screen. Like, I remember when Carrie Fisher died. That yeah, I, a lot of people were like, "Are they going to kill her off off screen?" And they didn't. They used like old footage, reused footage, and stuff, and unused footage. It was weird. It generally worked. Yeah, it was very unceremonial. Although, although her character did die in a very non- unceremonial way, non-specific way. Yeah, and she just died. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not like, get into my uh, disdain it's towards, a, it's uh, a especially movie. the Rise of Skywalker. It's the only Star Wars movie that I don't have really anything good to say about <laughs> yeah um, anyways so turned out chad went bozeman uh sure as hell was wait what okay what 
what? <laughs> I'm not going to read that. That doesn't make any sense. It, this is what it says. Turned out Chabot Bozeman sure as hell was and never made a big deal out of it, making it even more admirable. What? That kind of makes sense. I I, I guess, I, but... I understand what they're trying to it, say. <laughs> it hurts. He never made a big deal about being famous. Yeah, which is... I, 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 get, I get the point. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Here's a good one. Uh, he set day drinking in a bar in Atlanta with a dude who did not know who he was, nor who the Black Panther was. Just two guys hanging. Cool. <laughs> I mean... And here's another Lord of the Rings alumni. Ooh. My favorite, and what I would argue probably the most wholesome, maybe, out of them, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Oh, I love Viggo Mortensen. He's a great guy. Um, Viggo Morgenstein. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I've always heard, you know, well, you know, this doesn't say much about a person, but I've always loved the idea that um, when he was playing Aragorn, he took it damn seriously. Yeah. Not only he did a lot of stunts, he learned swordsmanship. He carried a sword around. I think like he had a he had a balance of like not full Jared Leto level method acting, but taking it seriously enough to like. Well, the whole thing with the whole thing I've been seeing about method acting lately. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been condemning it or otherwise saying it's not necessary. I just think there's, but a, I there's also a few, think there's a few well known um, actors who have taken it really far. In reality, method acting doesn't have to. Mean if you're method acting that. as a character that is an asshole, that's not. Good. Yeah, I would not say that's good. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're method acting, like in like you're tr- like like well well, well Viggo, even I Viggo Mort- I felt like Viggo Mortensen for like example. Heath Ledger method acted as the Joker right, yeah. Yeah. which Jared Leto also did, but he took it way too far. He was sending people dead rats and all kinds of weird shit. Heath Ledger, um, he was only, I don't even think he was a pure method actor even in that because from what I heard, like, yeah, during the scenes, he would act like the Joker. I mean, he would act like completely different person and everything. But then, uh, you know, once they were done shooting or in between shoots, he would be skateboarding. Well, when, like, <laughs> when, when I heard about Viggo you know, Mortensen, I don't, I just heard this a long time ago. I don't, how, I don't know if it's true. I heard like he did stuff like he hiked to set. Yeah. Like, like in costume <laughs> and stuff. Like that's like kind of method acting. But, but it's, it's not affecting anyone. It's not it's like method him. acting to the point of like being a dick to your fellow coworkers and stuff like that's that. That's not method acting. It's just. That's just being a dick. It's. Yeah. He's just he, being a weirdo. It's just taking the stuff to put yourself in character type of thing. Yeah. To get yourself in the mood. Um. No, Viggo Mortensen's awesome. He uh, he deflected that dagger. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I heard he st- did deflect that the, dagger. The story, the stuntman. It was supposed to. He was supposed to throw it like, but miss obviously, yeah. and then they would edit it. But he threw it, and it went right for Viggo Mortensen's I, face, so and so he had to deflect. One it. fun fact I heard about it. So I think it was. Because I think he was supposed to just dodge it or something. I originally. think it was the guy who was supposed to play, who played Gimli. Who um, was also in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, he plays Salah. Yeah. Who is going to be, apparently, in the He's new, coming back. He's coming back. Uh, they, they released some footage of it for D23, but not publicly. Not publicly, just, yeah. just to people who were there. Yeah. Uh, but he's back. 
Uh, so I think it was him. I could be wrong about this. Where the the actors playing the Urukai were basically like, "Hey, you know, try not to actually hit us, but we are in like heavy armor and stuff like that. So if you hit us, it's no problem." Yeah. And then he proceeded to hit every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, that's a Gimli thing to do. Yeah. No, but um, but Vigo. Uh, I know one story about him is he adopted the horse that he used in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Brigo was the name of the horse in the movies. I don't remember the real horse's name. When I know he kept um, Andriel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At least for a long time. But um, uh, so here, this comes from Lord of Rings, actually. Special features of Lord of Rings have clips of him talking about his injuries, but he quickly brushes it off and points out that the stunt team had way worse and more frequent injuries and that they were the real hard workers of the cast. They also show how the stunt team did the haka for him on his last day of shooting, and he was fighting back tears. Nice. Nice. I love that. That's great. Stunt stunt people don't get enough credit. Yeah. I wouldn't normally do a shout-out for such a big YouTube channel, but I'm gonna do so here. Okay. Um, corridor crew. Oh yeah, they featured um, some stunt people. Didn't they, they? So they, they do their VFX react, uh, artist react, which is the. But then they'll do stuntman but ones. They do stuntman react, which they have actual stunt people come on. They have one of their their most um, reoccurring guests, uh, Gee something. I don't remember his last name. Uh, he was he was Chadwick Bosman's um, stunt uh, double for uh, Black Panther. Oh wow! And for Civil War, and. Uh, so they have stunt guys come on and talk about stunts, and I highly recommend their series of Stuntmen React. I'll have to check that out. I've cool. only seen their VFX ones. Yeah, check out their Stuntmen React episodes. They're they're pretty cool. There's some nice. cool shit on there. Now, I'd say uh, Vigo gets a woo. Definitely big woo. Yeah. Big woo. Yeah, he he did some movie where he played like a Russian mobster. And he, I really want to apparently learn the Russian accent so well and like learn the customs so well. Oh, I heard about that. He did the where he, he like to test himself out, went into like a Russian bar. No, I really in in character and nobody picked him out as American. Oh, wow. Like, (laughs) that's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, just rad. But, um, he's a cool guy. I, I hate, I hate to admit that I haven't seen too many of his movies outside of Lord of the Rings. I've seen a few of them. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him in some stuff, but there's one, the Green Book, I believe. Yeah, heard yeah. it's really good with him. And I haven't seen that one. And you know, I, I'm I doubt I'm gonna pronounce this right. And he's gonna be the new Blade, by the way, Mashrala Ali. Yeah, I'm probably way off on. That. I would I do not mean to tell anything, you if you were right on that, but it's right. something like that. But it's uh, I don't hear talking. It's about like it, during but... the civil rights era, and um, it, it just looks really good. Next, uh, Henry Winkler. He's the Fonz. He is the Fonz. He's also uh, in Barry with uh, Bill Hader. He is. He's like his actor that's a, teacher. That's a good show. It is a good show, even though the last season I haven't watched the last was season. quite slow. Yeah, but I think it's going to build to something big. But the last season of Barry was more focused on like the torments of his mind and right. everything. You know, it was yeah. <laughs> more... Uh, that kind of thing, you know. But Henry Winkler, uh, my mom knew him. Not my mom. The the person's on this thing. Oh. <laughs> that, that would be really cool. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and that would be a quite a, of a rarity for me to just mention that now instead of, like, when we first met. Like, if my mom knew Henry Winkler, 
That'd be the first thing I tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do meet me freshman orientation. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'd come at to you and be, be like, I remember, I remember this. I remember freshman orientation. Yeah, yeah. They do the thing where they're like, everyone going around in a circle and say something you're interested in. And you were like, I play guitar. Yeah. And that's why I approached you. Yeah. And and then I, I imagine in this in this alternate universe <laughs> where your mom knows Henry Winkler, <laughs> I would approach you and I'd be like, "Hi, I'm Colton," and you'd be like, "Hi, I'm Jackson." My mom knows. Henry. <laughs> Henry yeah, no, that's exactly what. I mean, everything would proceed as normal. No, that'd be the only deviation. <laughs> that'd be the only yeah. deviation. Yeah, <laughs> might have a little bit more connections though. Yeah. Uh, so my mom knew him. I met him a few times as a kid. He loves kids and was the sweetest man. Uh, to everyone around if i recall correctly if he hadn't gone into acting he wanted to be a child psychologist and then next of course keanu reeves so many Uh. moments so many great moments i know you have a whole thing on him and uh we don't need to go through all of them but uh we'll because this one has a lot of people and i you know i don't know if we have we're running out of time here but let's say i think keanu reeves is the one to end on yeah yeah so this uh, I wait. A, uh, so my thing says real quick, and then we can get into yours because yeah. you have like a whole page about it. <laughs> I can personally confirm this one. It's a small world, and one of my good friends happens to be his dog walker. Whenever he's staying here in New York, I sometimes accompany him on dog walks when he has uh, hang out, spend time as he works. He's a really cool down earth guy, super friendly, very kind. Nice. No, everything I've seen about Keanu Reeves, the memes, and aside from that, like you know the you're, yeah you're you're beautiful, you're beautiful or whatever he says. I think that's what he says. I'm not sure because some guy says in the he crowd at the cyber, Xbox thing, the cyberpunk reveal, which yeah we you know because they were just I remember that reveal because everyone was excited about cyberpunk and they were like, we know you're excited about cyberpunk, but how about cyberpunk? With Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves comes yeah. out and was freaking out and someone's like, "You're beautiful," and he was like, "No, you're beautiful." Yeah, he did the point uh, and everything, like the guy from Mega Mind or whatever it is. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but yeah, everything about Keanu yeah. Uh, this is a uh, from BoardPanda.com. Twenty-seven mm-hmm. awesome things about Keanu Reeves. Uh, this number one is just him, bunch of pictures of him playing with puppies. Which is fun, but uh, that's pure wholesome, though. Yeah, uh, this is a a story about Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu came to the movie theater I worked at in Sydney in two thousand one. He was working on the Matrix series at the times. It was it's a quiet Wednesday morning. Almost nobody is seeing movies. I'm working in the box office, bored as hell, and suddenly this dude walks up in jeans, a leather jacket, and a horse riding helmet. a full-ass, weird, equestrian-looking helmet. It takes me a solid 30 seconds to ignore the helmet and realize it's Keanu Reeves. He wants to buy a ticket for From Hell, the Johnny Depp movie. I'm so fucking Star Trek that uh, I do what any sensible 16-year-old does and tell him I'd like to give him my employee discount. This means uh, he needs to sign my sheet and therefore I have his autograph. <laughs> I don't work here, Keanu says, seemingly confused by my offer. <laughs> I'm, frust- I'm flustered and just charge him with the normal price, kicking myself uh, after for not getting his autograph. Two minutes later, there's a knock on the door behind me that leads to the off- box office. I assume it's my, uh, my manager. It's Keanu. <laughs> Quote, 
I realize you probably wanted my autograph, he says. So I signed this. He hands me a receipt from the back of the concession stand oh, that wow. he signed on the back. Uh, he then casually throws an ice cream cone in the trash can He sees, and he sees his movie. I later realized that he bought an ice cream cone he didn't want just to get rid of, get rid of seat paper so he could sign uh, his autograph for a 16-year-old idiot. <laughs> That's great. Uh, number three. We're not going to go through all these. We'll just skim through them. Uh, his father yeah, left. Long uh, his father left when he was three. He dropped out of high school oh, yeah. because of dyslexia. Uh, his best friend over OD'd and died when he was twenty-three. No, he he's been through a lot. Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, his child was born stillborn. Jeez. His girlfriend died in a car crash shortly after. He's avoided serious relationships ever since. He took care of his sister when she was sick with leukemia. He reportedly donated seventy percent of his earnings from the Matrix to charity. You know, Truly just, breathtaking. Just, just examples of how cool he is. Uh, he just oozes, yeah. Cool. He's a interesting, um, <laughs> uh, shall I say, specimen because he's wholesome, but he's also cool. Yeah, yeah. Those don't always go together. He's simultaneously, both. Yeah. Um. Now here's Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Oh wow! Exchange between them on some interviews. She says. I think about yeah, how sweet stuff. Keanu Reeves is and how handsome he was. Uh, did you know that she w- that she had a crush on you? And he says no. And so Sandra Bullock had a crush on him, apparently. Oh, uh, that's uh, side note. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Wyona Ryder breathtaking. You're, You're breathtaking. breathtaking yeah. Uh, him and Wyona Ryder, they got married. In yeah. the Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And while it wasn't a legal marriage, it was. I have mixed feelings about it. It was so. a marriage under God, right? Yeah. So technically, uh, by extension, like if uh, by extension through Christianity, essentially, they're married. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been married. <laughs> um, I don't think. But um, Keanu, yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, Donates money to children's hospitals. Another celebrity that um, I wanted to mention real quick uh, before we uh, end this is a Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm not a huge fan of his current version of Hulk, uh, I, I'll i be interested to see what they do with that. Yeah. Because I think they might be doing World War Hulk, maybe. Maybe. Because they're getting the solo film rights. And I, I think they're just in a lull right now. Yeah. I still love Mark He Ruffalo, is, but... I will say, he's doing what even he's though he's doing. not like the Hulk we want, he, he, he is he's the most, doing, he's, he's a wholesome Hulk. He's doing the best. The whole taco that, bit. He's doing the best that's <laughs> with, given to him. When he gave the tacos to Ant-Man oh, yeah, with I Paul Rudd. I do, I, Paul Rudd, by the way. That's yeah. the big one. Oh, but yeah. uh, Mark Ruffalo, uh, during when... When they were protest- protesting, the tribes were protesting the North Dakota Access Pipeline, which unfortunately uh, ended up going through anyways. Yeah. He was there, though. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. there with the protesters, and he's always, uh, you know, at the front lines. So of he, that kind here's, of here's an image. Keanu Reeves took a quick break from filming John Wick 2 to walk a pit bull in New York City. That's the a- pit bull from John Wick. Yeah, to take the dog on the walk. Yeah. So he's in costume with the blood on his face and everything, <laughs> walking the That's dog. That's great. That's wholesome as fuck. 
and yeah, awesome. That's as wholesome as you can get. Yeah. Taking a break <laughs> so you can take the dog on a walk. I love it. In cost. In cost. That's great. Just like, I'm going to take this dog. The dog needs a walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but... Uh, no, Mark, I know Mark there was Ruffalo, this, I've heard great, think, great things. I don't about. know. I think um, it might have been you who told me this that Keanu Reeves like gave these people a ride back. I'm not sure. Like he met them like on some kind of. Uh, I've heard stories about s- different celebrities doing things like that. Where yeah, they give people a ride. I can't remember um, exactly, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is the one right here. Uh, Keanu Reeves goes through an emergency landing, shares a van with other passengers instead of private luxurious ride. Tell me your flight. Flight out of GDC almost crashes and you have to emergency land in a remote airport, but at least Keanu Reeves is having as bad as a day as you are. (laughs) The 54-year-old actor was on a flight from San Francisco to LA. Yeah, I think this is When the plane made an emergency landing in Bakersfield, California. Oh, Bakersfield. Uh, Bakersfield, yeah. Quite windy. <laughs> um, it's always windy there. It is, yeah, and hot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two bad things together. <laughs> um, that's yeah. nearly a two-hour drive from the Burbank Airport, and according to eyewitnesses and online footage, Mr. Reeves not only organized everyone to a group, he joined them on the bus ride to their destination and made most out of it. The actor kept the group entertained by reading out facts about Bakersfield and playing music uh, n- uh, native to the area. Its population is almost 380,000, making it the most ninth pop, most popular city in California and the 52nd most popular city in the nation. Reeves was seen reading his phone. <laughs> He's just pulling up facts about Bakersfield on his phone and reading to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, we love Keanu. I am done tonight. I think we are done. Yeah, I think so. I think it would be quite wholesome of us to keep this from getting to two hours. <laughs> that would be a wholesome episode. Would that be would be. Um, two hours. But anyways, um, yeah, time is up. But we will see you next week yes. uh, with Thought Drunk Podcast. We're a very special episode. Yeah, keep stay um, tuned. Stay tuned. We love and it. Also, we love, of course, we love all we love all of our listeners, but we especially love the listeners who with us listen we to love multiple the listen to multiple episodes i was gonna say we love the wholesome listeners also the wholesome ones we know who you are yeah <laughs> we're, we're, we're leave that ambiguous also yeah we'll see you next week check out our instagram at odd drunk pod check out our link tree in the description uh now it's just the url so it should work either way you can copy and paste if it if the hyperlink doesn't work because i notice that's a problem sometimes but anyways yeah uh but anyways you can find all our stuff there and um give us a rating or review on your preferred podcast i know spotify you can just leave a rating apple podcast you can leave a review that would be much appreciated uh tell us the truth and um also I got to get excited for, and I know uh, my friend Colton here is going to be excited for it. We are doing Spooktober again. Yeah. This is the eve of Spooktober. Ooh, September's always, you It's know. almost spooky but season. It's almost spooky season. Yeah. For me, it is basically. I mean, I, I would say normally I would say spooky season doesn't start until October 1st, but we've all had a hard year. Yeah. I think we deserve. I think we deserve an early an one. early spooky season. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we definitely got some fun things for this new Spooktober. And 
if you want to start your spooky season early, you can go ahead and check out the other ones we did. Yeah. We should so, definitely do that. We have cool intros and stuff and Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Lo- and and artwork logos. Talk about Yeah, we talk about it's monsters. Be, cool. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason commentary. That's still my favorite. Check that one out. Definitely <laughs> yeah. check that one out. Anyways, we will see you next week. Stay frosty. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.